I'm Andrew Haynes, and this is the Fair Game Podcast, the place where we talk about all things golf. Summer's over. Bummer. But the Ryder Cup is around the corner. For this episode, we're sitting down with Cole Young, the founder of Metalwood Studio, and Nick Martinelli, Del Toro's art director. They've been working on a fun collaboration for the upcoming tournament, so we met up in New York City to catch up. Let's get into it. Welcome to the pod, guys. Wait, this is this is the first in-person podcast I've done all year. It actually might be. Wow. It's like Zoom naysayers. Zoom is is great, <laughs> but it's it's super weird, and I prefer it this way. So thank you for meeting us, uh, guys. If you are listening, so just imagine myself, Andrew, uh, uh, Cole Young, Nick Martinelli. We are at WeWork Midtown Manhattan Grand Central, um, sitting in what I describe as a uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a train booth. There's like a big glass box with seats in it. I feel like I'm on a plane, maybe on a train. But yeah, we're just, we're flying to podcast town. So anyways. This is actually a sensory deprivation tank. (laughs) We're all in bathing suits, floating in salt water. Holding hands. Wait, that's also a thing here, by the way. I would love to do one of those. It's terrifying. Have you you done it before? Yeah, it's really terrifying. Really? How long long did you go? Like 10 minutes. Oh, but dude, you don't I know it's that, 10 minutes. I you think, think it's like 10, 10 seconds. Really? Say, after yeah, like literally two minutes, I think you start to like yeah. trip it's out. It's pitch black. You can't hear because your ears are underwater. You ever press black. your fingers into your eyes so hard that you see yeah, dots? Yeah. I yeah. think that's what it looks like. I did it back in, back in uh, Massachusetts in this little town called Northampton. They have all this like very hippie. The whole salt thing, yeah. you just you just float, it's you pitch black. In, it's like a warehouse, like an abandoned warehouse, and you walk through this door, they have this weird little living room set up, and just pods. People go there and float around. Just there. float. Should we change our party to just a sensory different Yeah, everybody for the Del Toro Metalwood collab party. <laughs> yeah. Just lays in pods. <laughs> yeah. The party is now in, in salt water. That could yeah. be fun, but the list would be a little shorter, because I think those places are small. Yeah. So... It's been a great summer. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any highlights? Like favorite things you did? I know Cole, you went out for the mid-am. Yep. I don't know. What have you guys been up to? Nick's rock climbing now, which is wild. Yep. Um, I don't know what that's doing to your golf game. Like, do you think that your grip strength has increased? Yeah, my grip strength has definitely increased, but like everything else in my golf game went so down. <laughs> completely just gone. Really? Wait, so when did you start doing the rock climbing? I started rock climbing like a month and a half ago. Um, just like Played golf at the Masters when we were in Augusta for the Jalenberg event and was really, really just playing terribly. So I was like, what can I pick up now that's gonna be addicting? And that was it. <laughs> that's it. And rock climbing, yeah. But now Nick wears tank tops. Now I wear tank tops. And you feel totally you just walk around Manhattan yeah. just Once fully. the shoulders get a little bit strong, <laughs> we're good to go with the tank top. I love that. It's yeah. good. And te- I texted Nick before I came to New York. I was like, should I try a new look and just go sweater vest, no sleeves under it? I haven't been rock climbing, so I don't think I'm built for that. String bean arms. We yeah. got we got to start climbing. I think we need to for do sure. that. But You'd the, be fantastic. I need so to try. Tall. Here's the thing. Wait, is that good for tall people? Yeah, because bouldering is like sh- bouldering's only like 15 mm. to 20 feet off the ground. Interesting. So you, like three moves for me would be one for you. You would step and just grab. Interesting. Yeah, I gotta I gotta try that. Good. So for me, growing up, upper body strength was not my thing. Mm-hmm. I think just because I'm too fucking big. Mm-hmm. Uh, like pull-ups are always a challenge, but I should try that because it actually looks fun. And then it's like fun. the gear is dope. It gives me an excuse to wear like some type of cargo short of some yeah. kind. Like that, I'll I'll do it for the gear. As with all, like with golf, like all that stuff, you do it for the merch. I think for that's sure. there's a lot of really cool stuff that I didn't know about. Like Brain Dead did collabs with the, like North Face for climbing gear, and like they've done like climbing shoes. Brain Dead's done climbing shoes. Mm. Some really cool stuff. What's the brand Scarpa? Yeah, Scarpa and Brain Dead. Like really cool. Scarpa's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, Cole, tell us a little bit about going out for the man app. So I know you're a good golfer. I don't know you were that good of a golfer to even go out for stuff. I'm not. <laughs> no i just uh when did you make the decision to actually give it a go for the mid-am oh i've 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 gone after usam and mid-am you know since i played in college nice so um the mid-am obviously you have to be over the age of 25 and since i've turned 25 i've only been able to qualify try to qualify for it twice just like either dates not lining up or let's say i'm being optimistic and think I'm going to make it to the championship. Like the championship dates didn't line up with uh, my schedule, so it wasn't worth going out and trying out for it. But sure, um, yeah, I tried to uh, 
qualify back in July and uh, did a lot of prep work for me, which is like putting for 30 minutes two days before the event and hitting balls uh, for an hour, like the night before. <laughs> but um, I was playing a decent amount of golf leading up to it and really thought I had my game in a good uh, spot and uh, just shot the moon that at the qualifier. So I don't know. I just like, I haven't, I haven't played in a, a tournament in a while. So I feel like, um, you know, some, some nerves that I normally don't have were, were there and uh, I'm just playing like a, a slippery country club, like mm-hmm. championship course, which unfortunately I don't get to practice on very often. So, For sure. yeah. you know, you're seeing like a decent amount of lies that you don't see. And, you know, at the municipal courses in Los Angeles, you're, if you're above the hole, you're not like getting penalized, but right. here you are. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've never played and I'm not a good golfer. I've never played competitive golf. It's one of the things that, you know, I'll go to Marine park in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn where I play. And there's like, a couple guys and they're telling like there's a random one called the like caribbean cup or the jamaica something so like, there's a group of like jamaican oh, yeah. guys in brooklyn that like mm-hmm. have a tournament mm-hmm. and they're like you should just come out you don't have to be good mm-hmm. like it's it's tiered or whatever yeah but i think it's interesting to at least feel what competitive golf feels like because it's one thing when you're standing on the first tee like you know mm-hmm. it's not even that it's just like the gimmies that you normally give yourself there's it's no like, gimmies. That's yeah there's and no. it's also exhausting right. it's mentally exhausting if you i mean if you miss like a one foot putt you're like wow right i yeah. should pack it in now <laughs> <laughs> and then everything i mean all the rules come into effect so it's yeah. like mm-hmm. i mean it's you, the same you as sprayed tours. one off the tee like you're back to the tee box yep. like one ball yeah. rules in effect if you're like ah oh, i mean i got a tp5 and a pro v1 like, right just throw one of them down it's like you have to stay the, play the same mm-hmm. type of golf ball and uh yeah i remember my first like competitive golf outing i did the scorecard incorrectly Mm-hmm. And it was a whole situation at the end. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, sorry, guys. I put on the wrong portion of the card. And they're just like, this is. <laughs> the wrong, like, like what? The, there's like a the slip boxes. on the top you end up ripping off. And then oh. there's the bottom portion. I didn't know where to put it. Even though my name was on the portion, you should have put it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's um, also, there's like discretion. I didn't realize, like, if you shoot over a certain amount in the qualifier, like, you can not be allowed to come back to try and qualify. Yeah, so like, I played so bad. That's what happened so to me. I, I, like a one, I'm like a, probably a one handicap. And I shot 84 mm-hmm. in the qualifier. And mm-hmm. now I have to, like, write a letter to the USGA yeah. saying, oh, my, like, toe hurt. Is that so, a bad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did the Jeez. same thing. It was so bad. I shot, like, 86, and they said no for next year. Wow. Like, okay, that was my one attempt at Interesting. competitive So goal. they're like, they'll give you a crack at it. But then if you don't yeah. put up, like, I don't know. Plus, yeah. if you're more than, I don't know, plus five, plus seven. I'm assuming. Over yeah. your handicap, over, over your, your handicap. allotment, yeah. Yeah, like, and, no. like, my first, I did a mid-am, too, like, two years ago, and I ended up being paired with the dude who won the mass-am in, like, 2019. Yeah. And he broke the course record during our qualifier. That's and insane. I was like, wow. Like, okay. This is fantastic. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm shooting 86, shot, like, a 66. It's was amazing. Was your qualifier at Great Horse? No, my qualifier for the mid-end was in Connecticut. This uh, course in Connecticut. Yeah, and this kid was just lights out. Like, anywhere he was, miss, like, missed shots behind trees, just punching stuff out to 10 feet, just, like, immaculate. It's insane. Yeah. So, Cole's back on the pod. He was on, I don't know, a year or so ago. This is Nick's first time on the pod. Uh, some of you probably know Cole's experience of getting into golf, but you might not, you know, might not know Nick. So, give us the quick little, like, how the hell did you start playing this crazy game? We know about the yeah. rock climbing, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, so my uncle and grandfather were actually greenskeepers at a public course near Sick. my house growing up. So for me, soccer was like my big thing. But during the summer, I would do golf summer camps on the weekend. Just go do these little like chip and putt things, like learn how to be on the course, get like some sort of swing fundamentals down at a young age, which I think is important. And then soccer was just like super, super heavy all the way through college and then ended up getting hurt my sophomore year playing division one soccer and then picked golf back up then like when I was 21. Nice. And went super heavy into it. Um, met Cole when I stopped working at Melee on door in 2019 and shout out to LA, reached out to him when he was at Melbourne and connected there. And then that's how started working in golf from nice. Melbourne all the way through. Yeah. So cool, man. I didn't know cool you journey. worked at ALD. Yeah, I worked at ALD when the Mulberry Street store opened. Like, I was one of the first original employees there. So it was like six or five of us. And so Dope. I was there for a year and then quit and then started doing golf stuff freelance. Super fun. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. And then uh, where are you based out of now? So, based out of New York now, I've been here for nine and a half years almost. Went to design school here and just 
been kicking to here ever since. Nice. And then tell us a little bit about, because I know loosely just your background, Mm -hmm. obviously like design, creative, like, you know, bringing brands to life, which is is really dope and one of my favorite things to do. But like how you got connected to the Del Toro folks and like what exactly you're doing over there now. Yeah. So the Del Toro conversation started back in the fall of last year. Um, Chad and I ended up meeting during COVID. Um, I had some Instagram issues. Cole connected me to him, and then I ended up not talking to him again up until this past fall. So Cole reached out to me and was like, hey, do you remember Chad from trying to help you out with Instagram? And he's like, he just got hired at Del Toro's the CEO, um, and they're looking for someone to come on and kind of help do this rebrand. So Chad and I were in talks from like October of last year up until march and then i got hired full-time by del toro in march and started in april after the masters event so nice yeah here we are and here then are. obviously like you're not making the shoes are you making the shoes no so what we do with um that stuff is basically send them sample shoes that we want to kind of like have the silhouette to be based off of but a lot of the color selection material selection is from our end so nice yeah it's dope and then yeah. you're involved in like all the like Everything, yeah, all creative. Photo shoots, yep. all that fun stuff. Yeah, all the copy, creative, art direction, social media, the whole thing. That's the fun part. Like, for Fantastic. me, like, that's the my, my most favorite part of, of brand mm-hmm. building is, like, when you get to connect all the dots and, like, for bring sure. it to life. For sure, yeah. And so. I think Del Toro's at a good position now, too, where it's, like, there's there's been stints of brand identity throughout Del Toro's kind of, like, life. And I think now we're getting to the point where we really have something cohesive and that we can run with and keep for a long time. So just really trying to hone in on that and narrow down, like, who we are as a brand has been such a fun task. For sure. And it's interesting, like, uh, I mean, you guys probably got this from the intro, but, like, you know, we had uh, these two guys in the podcast just because they're working on some interesting collabs together and just having... Metalwood and Del Toro uh, making some interesting stuff in the golf space. We thought it'd be really cool because it's you don't really hear of a lot of brands that are like bridging this gap between golf brands and lifestyle brands collaborating and making interesting stuff. I think that's really cool. Um, I think there's going to be more of that in golf as golf grows because like I don't know, golf brands collaborating with golf brands is mm-hmm. pretty boring. Like oh great, like uh, hold on one <laughs> second, are they back with the ladder? We're probably going to leave some of this in the podcast just for, we just should, for just color. For, yeah. We, we get Cole in the background screaming. Yeah. Okay. So actually, we've learned that these guys are not maintenance guys. They're just very loud people. They're key men. They're key men. Key men. Keys dangling on their hip. How do you feel about this podcast is getting off the rails, but I actually like it. Uh, I feel like it's weird to wear your keys on your belt. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Where you need to have all of your keys available. I, I wear my keys in my belt because otherwise I'll lose them because I've lost them so many times. That's so fair. I have a reasoning behind it. Mine are in my back. It's like maybe the sluttiest thing a man can do. <laughs> it is. Mine are currently hanging off my belt as we speak <laughs> with a tank top on. I will say this look, on the belt does have a rock climber energy though. That it does, I, I for sure. Because you sure. just, yeah. <laughs> It yeah, seems unnecessary. I have 68 keys to other I also, th- I don't know. I I have a car, right? So the car keys on the belt, like, clip. And I don't necessarily need people knowing what kind of car I drive. That's true. I think that's a weird flex that's, like, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's also strange. Like, car keys are massive. They so are. having that hang off of a keychain on your hip is, like, a little much. Yeah. Because right. I have a Volvo and mine is still a square, like. Yeah. Thing. It's not really a key key, yeah. yeah. But I would, I just wouldn't. I no. don't know. No need for that. Anyways, the keys are still jangling, guys. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know when. How did you guys start just putting together this idea of like making some stuff? Like, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about the collection, the pieces that are gonna be dropping pretty soon? Oh my god! <laughs> Wait. So are these are these like fake workers or something? What's going on? I love this for the podcast. I think it's hilarious. These are, these are we work employees where they're like, yeah, we work. Yeah. We- <laughs> the title can be like, we work podcast gone wrong. This is out of control. I, I intentionally chose this we work. And I was like, oh, it'll be quiet. Like we're here. Normally I'm here. There's no one here. When, when, There's no yeah, one here. When we, classic. Yeah. when I left the pod to go see what they were doing. There's there's three of them. Yeah. One of us, one of them went to the bathroom right here. Mm-hmm. And so the other two set up chairs 
to look directly at the bathroom. I did notice that. That was strange. strange. I didn't see that. That was strange. strange. Very strange. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So the collection. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the pieces. What can people keep an eye out for? Um, I'm, guys, you can't see this because we're. This is obviously a podcast, but I'm looking at a few of these pieces here that are pretty dope. There's like a hat. What is this shirt? It's like a caddy shirt. Yeah, this is like a, a short sleeve zip caddy shacket. Can I? Can I? Yeah, yeah, please, sure. please. Um, this is a uh, hand dyed, you know, basically just like standard caddy issue shirt jacket that you would wear on or off the course. But it does have a really cool silhouette. I think open collar is kind of like a summer to late summer slash fall staple. And also the t-shirt features one of its original artwork from our boy jamie who does a lot of really cool just like freehand drawing mm-hmm. um and so this is kind of super fun our yeah. um ode to going to the Ryder cup in italy you know it's kind of got like this lounge vibe i don't know i think what was cool about working with del toro on this is that there's the attention to detail the you know higher quality leather yeah 100 loafers are popping right now huge it's interesting i uh I'm a low. I'm kind of like a loafer guy, but I'm also like living in New York. I mean, you know this, but you're yeah. also wearing the loafers today. Yeah, I can wear loafers, but I can only wear them if I know, if I strategically know my day involves mm-hmm. minimal amounts of walking. Yeah, uh, just because like I'm like I beat the hell out of my shoes, mm-hmm. but I love. I think a loafer is probably the best dress shoe, especially yeah. for like the golf life when you for think sure. of like off off course. Because like, are you guys outfitting all of the teams? Just Team USA. Just Team USA. Yeah, but Got it's it. like captains, co-captains, all the staff going, all the players. So nice. Yeah. What is the balance? Because I'm curious, just with like the overall, because there's a lot of brands involved. I mean, some of you guys listening to the podcast know that like every time there is a Ryder Cup, there are a lot of brands behind the scenes that mm-hmm. are like the Blazers. These guys, where it's like the ties, like it's yeah. very, it's very dialed and very curated. Like yeah. How are you guys working with other brands to make stuff, like assigning fits? Like, For sure. Are you making sure that someone, I mean, we'll find out if Brooks gets to play, but like, yeah. Yeah. are you involved in the decision of like sock choices? Are you getting that dialed or is it no like, here are your shoes? So basically it's a very interesting thing for, for Del Toro and how we came to be the footwear sponsor for the Team USA for the Ryder Cup. Um, they actually found us in like a really cool way. So. Cool. Um, they ended up reaching out to us. We had to get approval from Ralph Lauren, who's the apparel sponsor. So they were the ones who had to sign off, um, ultimately, ultimately on seeing if the shoes would be good with what they were dressing the team in. Um, and then we were at the PGA and got to be alongside one of Ralph's like top tailors and their team. And while they were outfitting the, the players in the suits and all that stuff, we were right there and fitting them in the shoes too. So it was a really good uh, process to be working with that team and also our team on our end. Nice. Yeah. That's super dope. Now, it was really fun. When are you guys flying over? Let's talk about Italy yeah. for a second. I've never been. Have you been to Italy never. before? Never. be my have first time. Cool? I have, yeah. Wait, where have you been? Have you been to Rome? Or? I've been to Rome before. I was a kid. No. Um, but yeah, I've, I I would love to go back. I, I feel like uh, the last time I went was with my family and we did all the touristy things, right? So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Wait, yep. So are both you guys going or just you? Cole's coming with us. Nice. Yep. That's for, really yep. So we're going to be wearing the collab collection there and just like hanging out, going to the tournament. Just flexing. Uh, I've heard some rumblings about like getting to the tournament. Like you're flying into Rome. Right? I've heard the same things. Right. Yeah. And it's outside of Rome? The yeah. Course? I heard it's like 40 minutes outside of Rome. Oh, that's not too bad. No. I'm 40 minutes from Marine Park. And, yeah. And that's, Brooklyn. <laughs> that's, that's 12 minutes. That's 12 miles away. And it takes me almost an hour. So it's yep. not too bad. No. Um, Nick and I are just going to like, rent a single door little yellow cute yeah. fiat 500 or and just like yeah exactly just Vespa together all <laughs> the, the way there car. into the countryside <laughs> <laughs> look that that could work is actually a really good look uh i mean fantastic i don't know if you guys are planning to play any golf while you're over there i would love to like yeah. that would be dope that'd be fantastic i feel like italian golf like the course looks beautiful where they're mm-hmm. gonna have the Ryder cup but you don't really hear a lot about Italian golf, but you know there's like, I don't know, a handful of diehard guys over mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. that are grinding it out on a local course. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that'd be cool. Anyone speak Italian here? No. 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 Are you no, guys no. doing any Duol- Duolingo at all? Or, or no, I should. Really? I mean, we work with our factory in Naples and Milan, our yeah. very small family-owned factories. 
and they don't speak any English. <laughs> so we have a translator that kind of like helps us out with that, but it would definitely be helpful for Maya to I think you know have, a little I bit think of Italian. I think you have to do it. I think I do too. My wife has been doing Duolingo for yeah. like, I don't know, a year and she does French and it's, it's I have to there. say, this is hashtag not sponsored, <laughs> but it's legit because like now she'll have like, is she like conversational? Like, she's like pretty awesome. conversational and she understands Whoa. it and she'll say stuff to me and she'll say it with an accent. I'm like, yo. Say, wait a second. Like, wait a second. Yeah. That's like legit. It's like legit friend. It's not That's like awesome. bullshit. Yeah. I should hop on that for sure. You have, you only have like a couple weeks. So you it's got to be like, quick. <laughs> expedited Duolingo. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know. Every, anytime I start one of those, I've tried it for French. I've tried it for Spanish too. Yeah. And it's yeah. like. It's like the gym, dude. If you don't see results in like, like five yeah. push-ups, like I'm over yeah. it. You learn how to say hi and bye, and that's right. it. Yeah, like, see, exactly. <laughs> My pecs are there. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. When I went to Japan last year, uh, I was there for two weeks, and I don't know. Japan is like Japanese is a very complex language, and I just going into it, I already committed. I said, "Look, I'm not even going to try. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time. I don't have the. I'm not. So I at least learn how to say like thank you. Yeah, and that, and I got, I got by for sure. There. You did it through Duolingo? No, I just, like, someone told me I had to say, like, you know, thank you. That's it. And that was it. That's how I felt in Stockholm. Like, they speak English, but the language is so far off from... Right. I was just so confused the whole time. Just lots of nodding and pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google Translate works. Yeah. I think you guys will be fine. Like, Italian is, like, close enough to English, so... Yeah. It'll be good. So, you guys are going to be in Italy. Are you guys going to any of the match days? We're going to go on a Friday. Dope. So you'll see yeah. the Friday around. Yeah. Do you have any picks? Obviously, you're working for, I'm just starting drama here, mm-hmm. two Americans working for a European brand. What What team are you repping? I mean, I'm just hope both teams have fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> such an easy answer. Though. No, no I think, I think uh, the <laughs> Europeans have like by They're far stacked. away the strongest team. They're stacked. They're stacked. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I'm going to stay silent on this one because I'm team USA tied. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. I don't know. I think, uh, I think everyone's got to look at Bryson playing like a long drive, long driver of mm-hmm. America driver shooting 58 yeah. and everyone's got to go like full blown Hulk Hogan, like buff American mm-hmm. type. Right. But, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't think that um, this course that they're playing really lends itself to any. It's like not favorable toward like American golf or European golf. Right. It just kind of seems like a blank canvas for them. So I think Europe will come out on top, unfortunately. Yeah. But I'm just excited is. to see the Ryder Cup in person for the first time. Yeah. That's like cool. that competitive nature and that whole like kind of different gameplay than you usually would see on tour is going to be interesting to me. Yeah. It's very interesting. The, uh, I've never been to, or yeah, I've been to a few tournaments, but the it's almost where the Ryder Cup and the and the Presidents Cup are probably the only two times in golf where you probably get the same energy that you get at a football game or a mm-hmm. baseball game. Mm-hmm. There's like this team versus this team, and like sure you have your favorite players, but like people have clearly have sides. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and you know if you go to our average golf tournament and you are a big Scotty Scheffler fan, sure you want Scotty to win, but like it's different when it's, it's like teams. it's different. Yeah, for sure. so I'm sure that's going to be an interesting dynamic to experience. Yeah, and I've only ever been to like just regular tournaments. Besides, I wouldn't consider really the Masters a regular tournament, but right, just regular PGA events, and it's. In my opinion, a little bit boring because you kind of just like meander around unless you're following a pro you want to watch. And this, totally. I feel like regardless of where you are and watching, it's like there's like a little bit of grit to it. Well, this is the crazy thing. I went to the President's Cup last year at Quail Hollow, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and, you know, the golf course is the golf course, right? 18 mm-hmm. holes. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, thousands of people watching, but there's literally only like five groups out on the course. Right, it's not like tea times where no, you know, it's twosomes or threesomes. And All the way out, out. it's like the right. whole field. It's like a very, very limited field. Um, tons of star power. Like pretty much every single group has like a really, really beefy crowd around it. Like yeah. you know, four, five, six people deep. So it's really cool. It mm-hmm. almost makes it harder to watch golf, um, but it's also just you know you're not seeing anyone outside of you know the top yep. you know whatever so you get like an energy so, trade off almost yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure yeah and yeah. i think it it toward the end of the year with um playoff golf and all that kind of stuff too that's what's so exciting about it right like you're not seeing someone shoot you know 
several over the cut and just like kind of right. meander yeah. around the course. There's yeah. like some intent. There's some like mm-hmm. um, animosity. Yeah, the golf course, so. there needs to be beef, and also you get to see guys play it out like to the very end because it's like okay, you lost your match or whatever, but like at this, at this, you still care and you want your team to win. So I think that that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it'll be exciting to have golf over time develop more non-traditional formats because i think it still makes it interesting and then it's less about the individual and more about the team so for sure looking looking forward to to that part of the part of the game have you ever either of you ever like tried to set up like just a buddy's trip and tried to play like a Ryder cup format no so that's interesting um we were talking about that because that's uh, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of top secret information here. Uh, editor, you can leave this part in, but that's <laughs> probably going to be one of the things that we build out for fair game cool. like in the future really cool. where you can kind of have, cause once everybody's on it, like get in it, do your thing. It's easy. Yeah. You can set up like trips and stuff where you can have, you know, leaderboards and, I was and say and you whatnot. go out, like, let's say you and seven friends have like two foursomes on like a trip out to yeah. wherever somewhere, yeah. you know, let's just say like, Sand Valley, it's got like a ton of different courses, tons exactly. of different like places and ways to play. It'd mm-hmm. be cool to like set up, oh, like here's your ideal, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I need to sure. try that. I need to not, uh, I need to get over the fact that I'm not good and just play and like just <laughs> exactly. take, take my strokes and just like have fun. Cause I do think you're right. Like it adds another layer to it mm-hmm. of, of interest. Uh, but yeah, I've never done it. I've only been on like, I don't know what I would say, golf buddies trips. A couple times, mm-hmm. like once with two friends to Bandon, once Sweet. with a buddy to Scotland, but it was just like me and like one or two guys. So it's yeah. like harder to like. I've never been on a group trip with five, six. That would guys. warrant a Ryder Cup. Yeah, style yeah, yeah. but that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds super fun. Yeah, yeah, they do that. They do a Ryder Cup format back in my club in Massachusetts. Super, super sick. 12, 12 How do they teams. The teams? I've, I think you sign up and like the first 24 people to sign up get split into two teams and then it's just like so handicap like adjusted. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. It's and really people sick. scrambling for the, like, yeah, and like, it's I like a whole play. weekend event. Like they do like a bunch of like patriotic stuff for Team USA and then Europe, quote unquote. Super, super that's cool. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the prize? Is the trophy like intentionally janky or is it actually, I like don't know. Legit? I've never played in it. I've just seen like on social media them do stuff for yeah. it, which is super cool. See, that part of it is actually kind of fun where people have competitions. Um, a friend of mine, a videographer, this guy named Jason, um, he lives out in Milwaukee, I think. But, like, his club and, like, a couple of his friends have a little fun tournament. And, like, you know, there's a blazer that the like the mm-hmm. winner gets. And the winner gets to wear the blazer to, like, they just have dinner at some, like, regular <laughs> restaurant. But, like, just flexing. Yeah, just flexing for no reason. But yeah. it's, like, a re- like, he's making the patches and yeah. whatever. But, like, that stuff is is fun because you get, like, a little feeling of what it is to, like, be a, a major champion or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what the thing is. It's just it's just a flex. Yeah. I know a lot of clubs do, like, parking spots if that's, you win, like, the club championship. I was championship. just about to say. That's, like, <laughs> yeah, parking spot the heaviest flex. flex you could ever, Front ever row. Because yeah. every time you pull up. Yeah. I yeah. saw some. There was, like, a kid at some club in the U.S. that won the club championship, and he was, like, 13. So he had, like, a parking spot, couldn't and drive, he and drive. he parked his bicycle in the parking spot. I'm, I'm here for that. So sick. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. Um, what do you guys have planned uh, to do in Italy out, outside of going to the Ryder Cup? Any other things lined up? Sightseeing? Yeah, so we're we're doing some events. Um, we're still planning, uh, like last minute planning some of the stuff out there. Um, we're going to show up to, I think, the Ralph Lauren event that they're throwing out there. Cool. Just kind of network and, and just really appreciate and have fun in Italy while we're there. So Eat nice. lots of good food. Yeah, eat good food. Lots of good watch food. Watch some yeah. golf. You got to play at least one round. I know. Like I'm just scared of flying my clubs out there. Like, just like horror rent, stories of just, just losing rent luggage. Just rent, a set. Yeah. just rent some. Just go to, go find a pigeon putt. Yeah, yeah. Be really fun. Do you think the golf course food will be superior to the food here? Oh, that's oh, such a wow. good question. That is a great question. What, wow, I would what hope so. Eat? I feel like it has to be. They just, give like mozzarella and prosciutto in like a little like I'm paper not going to turn down a good hot dog though. Do you a think they'll Italian have Italian hot dog? We'll see. Do you think TBD? No, I mean, like, it would be so. Like, imagine just like a nice bowl of cacio e pepe. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Just we're just sweating. Stand. Yeah, exactly. Ninety degrees cacio e pepe outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I I really did good not question think about that. I think because uh, do they do they just like 
Because it's it's Italy, like yeah, one of the best. Yeah, it's not on like the it's not like a Miller Light. It's like a Campari spritz. Imagine we get there, chicken tenders and fries. Yeah, just like Americanized. Like right. I would be so sad. Like, do you think they'll have that though? Probably. Like, I would say like French fries and stuff. But I want some like very much Italian mm-hmm. concession food. Yeah, which is like, TBD. Name like what Italian quick easy snacks come to mind. Some type of sandwich. Those balls that they're like a fried the rice ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those like a couple of those bad boys. That Glass of cold good. wine. It's over. I was gonna say caprese, but like yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't eat that unfortunately. Oh yeah. Nick what? eats like a little baby. Yeah, bird. I'm allergic to raw fruits and vegetables. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. All all raw fruits and vegetables. Yeah, besides lemon and lime. Well, I could have cooking down your gravy. Yeah. So sure. cooked veggies. But he had like an orange garnish on his yeah. beverage last night. It was like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and the guy was arguing with me about it. Yeah, you guys gotta get the menu dialed. Yeah. Yeah. Hold Cole on. can Cole will hold my hand the whole time, make sure I don't end up in the hospital. <laughs> Just spoon don't eat this, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> we good. Hold I'm on. excited though. It's gonna be really fun. I'm pulling up. Just in, we're looking at the teams here. We've got Rory, John Rahm, Robin McIntyre, Victor Hovland, Terrell Hatton, Locked. Tommy Fleetwood, a bunch of captains' picks. On the bubble, Fitzpatrick, Seb Straka, Adrian Moronk, Yannick, Paul. Mm-hmm. And do they not have the American team in here yet? Does Terrell Hatton have a Ryder Cup record yet? Has he played in one? I don't think so. I feel like that guy's going to be a savage out there. Yeah, yeah. A rep, a, like a player's reputation is so heavily weighed upon their Ryder Cup or like President's mm-hmm. Cup record. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. if you look at a Sergio Garcia, who for a long time was known as like the best player without Dominant. a major championship yeah. until he won um, the Masters. And I just think that uh, for him to like be thought of as such a killer for team events i feel like you got you got that out of sergio you got that out of ian poulter yeah mm-hmm. ian poulter, right? does he have the best record no it's actually sergio so sergio is 25 13 and 7 damn yeah so that's I that's, mean, that's so impressive that's so sick it's really interesting as i'm scrolling down this list i'm not even seeing ian poulter's name which makes me wonder we, yeah, just, we, just we gassed him up. up for no reason he's like not even top 10 <laughs> don't worry we love you I mean, it's fascinating because you. I will say that, like, media and Poulter is Poulter, like, his yeah. energy and, like, how crazy it is. So I can understand um, why we think that he's better than he actually is. But, I mean, yeah, I'm just envisioning him there. doing the double fist pump thing. He yeah, screams, what's like, a crazy on, pair of pants on? The, yeah. Some, like, pink and yellow plaid pants that are skin tight. Yeah. Yes. Wait, so I'm forgetting. Are you guys doing the U.S. team or the. Team USA, Team yeah. USA. So when I was at the PGA, we're fitting the top twenty-five players at the PGA for. Do we know Del what uh, the US is wearing apparel-wise? From a partnership sponsor yeah. standpoint, yeah, Ralph Lauren. Gotcha. So RLX on course, Ralph Lauren, and then polo suiting. I think for the other stuff. Get a lot of this. The European mm-hmm. team is getting dressed head to toe in Laura Piana. Yeah, it's flex again. They've done what? They did that a couple. They did the last one, I think. Just. So just like it's just like not even close. Yeah, yeah, it's not even fair. I mean, both those brands are great. So it's funny. um, I did a shoot with them, with Laura, with Laura, obviously, like uh, for the last Ryder Cup, and I got to like wear a couple pieces, and we shot some stuff at Innis, Mm -hmm. which was cool. But uh, you know, the cuts are very European, right? So some things in me were a little medium. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean they're. They are an amazing brand, but fifteen hundred dollars for a, yeah. a sweater is is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So I don't know. I think Ralph Lauren is is a when you think of classic American sportswear, like that's for me. Yeah. That's hard to beat. Like that's, they, that's the, one. the stuff. Like from seeing it ahead of time is very tastefully done. Again, I yeah. think it's just simple. Yeah, and really I also good. like when you get to see those guys dressed up like. Yeah. regular folks it would be cool though like i know they do rlx but to see them in very old school baggy khakis and like white polos i love every rider cup there's always a picture of them rolling up to the event in sunglasses oh and you can just tell a lot by like what <laughs> yeah. their sunglass choices yes. yeah. like all of them wearing like giant cop, aviators cop glasses <laughs> just like Reno 911 yeah. aviators. I actually agree with you. I do. I think <laughs> your choice in sunglasses says more about you. 
Actually, no. I'll I'll take that. I'm going to rephrase that. I think your choice in for me, it's sunglasses, belt, yeah, shoes, and man, you can probably throw your watch in there. But I mean, yeah. to watch is just a little because you can mix it up. For I, sure. But I think specifically those things, yeah, to me, say more about you than anything else on your body. Because especially when like you see someone with a tight fit, and you look at the <laughs> socks. And oh. the socks are so lazy. They have like novelty socks on. You're like, dude, you killed the whole fit. Or, or like someone has on like. You know, it's like the know. avocado socks. Or like bananas. Yeah, yeah exactly. With a nice tailored suit. You're like, why? No, no one cares. No one cares. Yeah, I was feeling a little good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to entertain the office today. Woo-hoo. Crazy. It's casual Friday. Oh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. But usually, like, hopefully people aren't all of those things bad at once. Like, you, you really. Yeah put faith in people to not have bad sunglasses on a bad belt, bad socks and bad shoes at the right. same time. But then do you think that, okay, so uh, none of us in this room are, are behind the decisions where official sponsors are lined up, but like, I understand the idea of getting the team to like, look, there's a little bit of flexibility, right? Where everyone's wearing the same style. Is it the same color too or no? It's like, this is the pair. That's all. Yeah. It's so, they would do so Ralph Lauren would do the suit. So they would have like the team yep. dinner suit. Yep. All the players that came into the room during the PGA would try on the team dinner suit. I mm-hmm. would go over, put the shoe on and say, Hey, you have to wear it like this. And then Ralph right. Lauren like emphasized that. So Got it. no socks with the Milanos. So everybody's gonna be sockless with the suit mm-hmm. with the loafer. No so no room to freestyle. No freestyle room. <laughs> I'm sure I'd I'm very sure someone will switch it up and American right. flag yeah. socks. Like Stuart Sink will come through Painful. with a pair of socks on and just throw like, the vibe Stuart, off. But, why? You have one, two yeah, socks? Yeah. Why, why did you do that? For the most why? part, I, I would like to believe that all the players will abide by the uh, quote-unquote dress right. code. And that's why they do the sunglasses, because that's, that's their only Yeah, that's, their, that's their, their only chance to freak it. Oh, just God. Just to see, like, Phil day in and day out wear those sautéed aviators. <laughs> They're brutal. <laughs> Someone shows up in like the Kanye West like slit sunglasses. Yeah, the I'll lose my mind. I would yeah. actually appreciate that though. Those are weird, but I would, I would, I would go for that. If it was done in an ironic way, I would love that. Yeah. By someone who you'd be like, ah, oh, I get it. They get it. It needs like, to be joking. ironic. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what is it with Phil and the aviators that just doesn't work? Because first of all, I think all, it's head shape. It's yeah, head shape is not ideal. Yeah. But the my bigger thing is that like I think he gets too much credit for being the guy that brought aviators to golf. Like, I think Michelle Wee was one of the first ones yeah, to do it. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe she just did it in a cooler way. And yeah. I just, I, I, she just did it with more more vibe. Yeah. So anyways. I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I could go on and on and on about this. Just could like you, Phil this, looking like a club promoter. <laughs> just like He's turned like full villain mode since going to live. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's only, hilarious. It's only because of the black leather jacket, I think. Yeah, but here's something happening with like his whole entire being is just like I think there's something evil about now. the leather jacket and I'm hoping that there's no leather jackets in the styling here. Yeah. I think the leather jacket is just one of the things it's just it's not. No. We don't do that anymore. No. I For those guys done. especially. There's just no reason. Like you were 42 years old or however old. Are you talking like a moto jacket, like a leather biker jacket? Look, yeah. I think if you're if you are riding a motorcycle, that is the only situation in life. You need one of those bad boys. Where you should be wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. There's no interesting. Reason. Interesting. There's no like, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah. Just, like I'm just walking down the street. Just like, moto jacket up. I think there's also a rule for it too. You cannot wear leather before like 3 p.m. or something like that. It's a psycho move. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full leather coat. Yeah. It's no good. It is a lot. And like golf doesn't need any more leather. Like not on the body. Uh. Uh-uh. No pants. No jackets. Like. I don't know. Every need, once in a while, I see like a weird thing. Like looking it up. I was there, in some random store in Portland, and I saw there was this dope Japanese brand that had like hats that had leather golf brims. brand though. The Japanese no, it was golf, golf brand. brand but, like I always like to like dabble around and see like what other brands are wearing. Something they're making interesting things that I can maybe pull off on the course for sure. And we're like lo- we're oh looking God. at Phil Mickelson red carpet photos right now. Oh no! Also, golfers got to figure out the the hat tan line situation. Like, take a day, take a couple hours after the round and just... It's the leather jacket. It's only because of the leather jacket. If he wasn't wearing a leather jacket, we'd be like, oh, yeah, he's just a guy wearing... What was that commercial he did that was ridiculous? Was it during COVID? Uh, When he was, like, dancing around? Visit in Maine. Oh, my Lord. He was just dancing. But, yeah, it's only... I I would say this. It's only because he's wearing that leather jacket. If he wasn't wearing the leather jacket, he's just wearing an all-black fit. Like, that is the New Yorker classic fall uniform. All black. It's scary. It's scary. 
But yeah, going back to like the Ryder Cups, like it would be really cool. And I don't know if they've done it, but just doing like retro on-course gear. Yeah, I love that. Like it would be like tailored, really well done retro stuff. I think it's cool, especially because I don't know. I've heard rumblings, uh, obviously, like working with Adam, and you hear stuff about guys that have style, and like I think a lot of those guys have style, have more style than a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, because of like your job, which is just golf, like nine times out of ten, you're, you know, you're wearing a polo and yeah. some slacks, and you don't really have any time to like dress up or like just show that side of you. So it'll be interesting to see like what personal touches, i.e. sunglasses and whatever. Yeah. Can you wear a hat with the suit or no? Is that optional? I don't know if they could wear a hat with the suit. Probably not. They have I mean, in the past. They, yeah, they should, but the tan line situation. I don't know. I've talk, I feel like I've talked about this uh, at length before, but it's like I, I was kind of hoping that um, Full Swing, the documentary, yeah. would was like the platform for golfers that have some semblance of style to like really – yeah, yeah, show yeah. that and i just don't think that people have had the opportunity to do that at no. all um and you see people trying to make like this basketball stadium like tunnel culture thing happen right like when which they're walking is, into the golf course but you it know. just doesn't make sense for the sport it's like trying to do something that's just it's well, cool like, in a different realm into, they're walking into country clubs that have dress codes right so yeah so it's, it's like, like what are they gonna really wear to, it, yeah, yeah. They're, and most of the time those guys are not pulling up with yeah. Like we we know that what Tony Finau wears to the golf course is not he's he comes in golf gear. Right. For yeah, sure. So yeah. you're not really getting and sometimes you get a peek of it, but you're mm-hmm. not I say Tony Finau because he's the one that you at least the one that I've seen doing that the most is yeah. the like arrival fit check. Right. Thing. Yeah. Is it yeah. Keith Mitchell, right? Yeah. Sid Mashburn. Mm-hmm. He like when we were doing the tailoring and the fittings with Ralph mm-hmm. and the shoes, was very involved. And I think he has a, a good sense of like fashion and style. Yeah. Like talking about pull tabs with the the tailor and like all of this really cool stuff, and I think he's one of my favorite dress players in the PGA. Oh, for sure. It's like very tastefully done. Oh yeah, do you have like a top three guys guys that has the best style in golf? Um, actually, wait, let me see if I can give you a little more context of that question because I don't want to make it yeah. like specifically about on course because yeah. that's tricky. Mm-hmm. It could be either a combination of how they dress on course, and then like just from what you've seen or just the overall vibe. Like, who do you think? pulls off the best fits on and off course it can be like a culmination of the two yeah i would say him for first in terms of on course stuff i honestly wouldn't rate anybody's off course i don't think any of them dress well personally (laughs) i like that it's great yeah it's not for me like a lot of for everyone old school golfers but that was just like because fashion was so intertwined and there wasn't this like commerciality of athletic gear so they would wear stuff that you could also just wear Mm -hmm. around you go to dinner, they had like polos on, like knit polos and high-waisted pants. And like yeah, that yeah. Would, they, they wore that to dinner, they wore that on the course. But that's just because there wasn't that performance and tech aspect in sportswear yet. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah the, the picture that comes to mind is Tiger Woods wearing the green jacket and like shorts to like a bar. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly. Like exactly. Nike dry fit shorts. Yeah, exactly. But there's yeah. something charming about like 90s golf gear that was just giant oversized polos and like these weird prints, yeah. like Tiger's yeah. old gear, past his elbows, just still cranking the ball. Like, yeah, that stuff pretty. I appreciate heavy. Um, I don't think people talk about Hideki's off-course style enough. Have you seen some stuff? Does he wear weird stuff? I feel like he freaks it kind of interesting yeah he gets fits off for sure huh then hit spirit airlines sick oh yeah he does yeah, hit spirit yeah. airlines it's so sick um i feel like i saw spirit drop something where they have like a fall flight pass it's like 300 bucks oh no that's frontier is it frontier? It's, yeah <laughs> wait, wait it's like 300 unlimited for like 500 yes, bucks and you just can't bring any anything with you they're losing your clubs guaranteed yeah for sure you bring a phone and that still to get checked <laughs> in yeah <laughs> So nothing's coming with I, you. I saw the commercial and I was like, should I look into this? I was like, should I just get this as like a we're all like a, like a, a work emergency just like it's 300 bucks. It's for the entire yeah. fall or per month? It's for the whole it's fall. The That's whole fall. insane. The rest of the year. But you're they're losing your stuff. You're sitting on a lawn chair in the air yeah, is yes. what you're doing. I've yeah. never flown. Is it bad? Have you flown? I have oh, never flown. But I've no, heard I've heard horror it's stories. Brutal. Oh wait, so did you name your two? Hideki, Juan, do you have any other ones? Oh, uh, Keith, no. and then yeah, I on yeah, that's it. That's it. It's that's very it. slim pickings out there. It, in golf. it is interesting it's crazy. because when I think of all of the other sports, 
like basketball, for example. I think yeah. basketball is probably one of the sports that has the most, and football maybe a little bit too. But the the tunnel walk, mm-hmm. like you get to see guys wear the weirdest stuff, mm-hmm. and it's probably a combination. And but it's not. I don't think it's because these guys necessarily have a higher uh, just sense and style. Maybe they do. I feel like it's probably more of that, like their circle, like like basically like what's happening with the Ryder Cup, where there's people that are making thoughtful decisions behind like what you wear. Mm-hmm. Is probably more of those people involved in the in the lives of and i'm just making this up i could be dead wrong i think they have stylists yeah so. it's, at yeah, the end of the yeah. day it's stylists they're like hey you wear this like yeah. here's some weird and like very design heavy right tom yeah. brown brand like heavy thing yeah just wear this lebron in shorts yeah right. yeah just yeah. like try it but it'd be curious to see like golfers do more of that stuff because I, I do think that like the dress code in golf is annoying for sure but there's also there is room within that to actually wear some interesting stuff yeah, but I think what's hindering that is like these big brands like Nike, Adidas are just money machines, and like these athletes at the end of the day mm-hmm. are looking to make money, and you're gonna make apparel sponsorship money off of wearing what they tell you to wear. For sure. So. What is, what does Adam wear off course? Adam wears Uniqlo. Yeah. Off course as well. Off on and off Uniqlo. Like button down and like the uh like the easy pants or whatever. Yeah, he'll wear like the easy pants or the same pants. Gotcha. Um, they're dope. It's so the um I have some of their stuff. I wear their polos. Yeah. Right? I have a rule with golf stuff where it, I don't like things that are too trendy and I like mm-hmm. things that are like basic but also not too expensive because yeah. I sweat like hell and I can't. Like you're talking about the the basic the super basic air, yeah. uh, the PK one. Yeah, just the basic PK whatever. I wish they made more colors. Yeah, how's the fit? Like, it fits good. It fits good. Yeah, it fits good. It holds up to wash because I just beat the shit out of my clothes, so mm-hmm, I, I wear sure. a lot of that stuff. But um, yeah, he's just a Uniqlo guy on off the course. That's all. I wear a ton of Uniqlo. Yeah, same. T-shirts, yeah. tanks, everything. Just Socks, are fantastic. Basics. Yeah, fantastic. Really good. I think that has to be one of the sickest sponsors on tour. They're dope. They yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Because it's like, they actually, uh, I used to work at this site called Gear Patrol. Yeah. Like a men's lifestyle, whatever. And <clears throat> when Uniqlo popped in New York, um, this is, I just started playing golf and I went into Uniqlo and I was like, what is this store about? And like, uh, I remember I bought this, I still have this, I bought a trench coat because it was like $100 and it was a really nice coat. And I'm like looking at the details because my first thing is like, I go into a store and I look at the piece and I'm like, okay, how much does it cost? And I look at the details and like the you know quality whatever and like I was like oh this looks good like the pockets have nice details mm-hmm. like the buttons are like YKK like they're not like cutting corners right and um yeah they pay attention to that stuff because I feel like you could save a buck getting like an H and M or whatever but like that's just not gonna make it through one wash right no right. it's <clears throat> very poorly made and yeah. the cool thing about Uniqlo too is they'll do really nice collabs with brands that I think people wouldn't be able to necessarily afford yeah. So, like, Marnie did stuff with them, J.W. Anderson did stuff, Engineer yeah. Garments. So, really cool, like, collaborations. So, so Golf needs more style. I agree. Yeah. It would be sick to do a Uniqlo, like, fashion brand collab for a golf player. For sure. Like, a Marnie polo that they could wear on course. Yeah. That's, like, boxy. Yeah. That'd be fire. Really cool. I support that. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, tell us, just give us the specifics on, like, when is the collection dropping? What can people keep an eye out for? Do you have any, maybe if you have any favorite pieces to check out? For sure. I mean, from this collab, I would definitely say I'm a big fan of just hats in general. So the hat, and then I think this shoe bag that's also doubling as a golf ball bag is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I think um, I think the obvious uh, road to a partnership here between Metalwood and Del Toro would eventually maybe possibly just so happen to be a shoe yeah um but for this one i think um because the del toro main line is so strong i feel like that deserves a shine and so we're basically completing an ensemble for you know the milano loafer or just like really any shoe that's currently in the del toro line nice yeah um the the shoe bag or the shag bag um is really really unique just because it does use the same materials that you are found on the del toro shoes yeah um and it holds all the golf balls you would need to have like a solid range sesh or like a, <laughs> a chipping session but uh lovely also holds your shoes and i don't know just like 
isn't an afterthought. You know, I feel like a lot of times when you buy your shoes and you get a shoe bag or you have this dust bag, it's kind of just like yeah. thrown in. Right. It's not like, uh, yeah. Keep it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, sick! It came with a bag. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when really, I think, I think what's important is to every opportunity you get to uh, flex your taste of style, uh, which we were just talking about at length about, you know, mm -hmm. like walking into the course uh, from the parking lot, like holding your bags, holding your, you know, everything yeah, yeah. Um, to have the Del Toro Metalwood yeah. uh, Italian leather shoe bag is a nice touch. So shoe bag super sharp. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. will say the shoe bag is probably one of the things that I have learned to appreciate the most in, in like, I love the routine of getting ready for a round of golf. Like yeah. it's you get your outfit and you clubs and put them in the car. And like, as long as I've always been playing, I've never considered the shoe bag. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, Oh, just throw them in the back and mm -hmm. like getting dressed in the parking lot or like walk in. But I think as a, as maybe I'm just getting old, but like, I appreciate the shoe bag now. For sure. Me too. Like just just Me too. be an adult. Like, nobody needs grow to see. Grow the fuck up. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. Just, just grow them up. In. I, don't know what, like, I don't know what it is about it. It's not that showing your shoes is wrong, but there's something that feels, especially if you're playing at, like, a really nice course, there's something yeah. that's, like, very jank about, like, you walking in. Just two with, finger in your stinky two, golf <laughs> yes, two exactly. finger Nasty. in your foot choice. Like, exactly. Yeah. This like, is, like, dude. very tasteful for that, I feel like. Yeah. Pulling up with this, it's super sick. It's a good look. Yeah. It's easy in the bag. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out for that stuff, guys. And uh, yeah. have fun in Italy. Thank you. It's going to be great. Let yeah. me know how the food goes. Yeah. We'll send I'll, you pictures. Yeah, I want to see, see live pictures of the food. Yeah. Like uh, maybe like a rating scale of some kind that we can figure out after offline for, for the sure. podcast. Is that um, what we do for the Instagram content while we're out there? Yeah. Just like we're out here for the Ryder Cup. We're not going to be taking any yeah. pictures of, of golf. No golf. It's just, it's it's just concession food. food. <laughs>